It is a Friday, everyone. Welcome into the latest Daily Wager podcast. In and out in 10 minutes on a busy, busy sports weekend, but we'll still handle the heavy lifting. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Joe Fortenbaugh. As we bask in the glory of a Dodgers win... No controversy whatsoever. Looking ahead to the weekend. All right. First of all, easy on all that because we're not all Dodger fans around here. But since they're your boys, congratulations. Hard fought win. I know everybody in the Bay Area is all fired up about the umpiring last night. How about this? Go score more than one run. Like it always boils down to some very simple things. And you can get upset about the check swing and everything else at the end of the game. Bad calls are going to happen. If you think scoring one run is going to win you a game five against the Dodgers, that's on you. At the end of the day, look in the mirror and realize you didn't do enough offensively to win that game. Yeah, and bad calls happen all the time. Obviously, that was the bad call, but it would have still been a very, very mediocre hitter, one, two against Max Scherzer. So it is what it is. Anyways, uh, I mean, look, I, I don't, I mean, I was annoyed when I saw that replay. I was like, well, that stinks. But, anyways, uh, we turn the page. You got to play on tonight's baseball game. I do. Game one, ALCS, Astros, Red Sox. So this line came out yesterday right before Tyler and I did bet, made a wager on the over at eight. It is now up to eight and a half. I'd still play it, obviously, but for not as much. Uh, Two pitchers tonight who are going to go against two lineups that crush left-handed pitching. All right, for Boston, it's going to be the lefty Chris Sale. Now you hear the name Chris Sale and you think, oh, Chris Sale. It's not really that guy. He's not terrible, but he's not the dominant force that we remember from a few years ago. His ERA tailed off towards the end of the season, even though he was only in limited action. And he got rocked by the Rays, who hit left-handed pitching very well in that start he made against Tampa. So now he's going to go against a Houston lineup that ranks eighth in home runs against left-handed pitching, first in weighted runs created, and fourth in weighted on-base average. They're going to put some runs up tonight. Framber Valdez is going to go for Houston. He's been very good this year with a 3-1-4 ERA, but that number jumps to 3-9-4 in the month of September. A little bit sluggish down the stretch. And Boston hits left-handed pitching very well, much like Houston. Not as well as Houston, but they're still a top-eight team in virtually every category that matters. So I'm going to play over eight-and-a-half runs game one of the ALCS. I like the uh... – Astros in the series. I think they have better hitting, better pitching. I couldn't get a play in, in game one. But, you know, I always say game one should factor into your series play uh, because yes. obviously this it's going to significantly change if the Red Sox win, particularly um, in this situation. But let's get to some college football, my friend. Uh, busy weekend. Well, first, I will say I like the Chicago Sky. Make sure you get three. I think it's going to move up to three and a half tonight. <laughs> they shoot the ball so much better. And. Look, I think Diggins is going to play or shoot the ball better from the field as well. I just think Tarasi's injury, she's not fully healthy. She had a great second half. Griner's awesome, but I just think they don't play defense well enough. I think the Sky take care of business. They really should have been up 2-0. But um, 
Yeah, I like the sky minus three tonight. Let's go to warms college my, football. Warms my heart that you were able to get that in there. Yes, <laughs> it's the finals. Uh, let's talk college football. What is like your favorite play this weekend? There's a handful that made the list. It's a tough week. You and I talked about this. Like the ones I like, I really like, but it's a smaller card than normal. I would say the one that jumps out the most, hint, hint, you might see it as a best bet, might see it as a best bet on Daily Wager today. Only a half hour show. 6 Eastern to 6.30 p.m. Eastern ESPN2. Ohio, I'm going to the MAC. Ohio plus eight at Buffalo. This game opened 10. At some places, it's as low as seven and a half. Nothing but Ohio money. It's really a situation where styles make fights. Ohio's very good at running the ball. Top 30 in the country in rushing, top 20 in yards per rushing attempt. Guess where Buffalo is weak? That's right, defending the run. They're outside the top 100 in opponent rushing this season. Buffalo was 6-1 and one last year, very, very good, but this isn't that team. The entire coaching staff left for Kansas. They've dropped four of five. Their only two wins this season are against Wagner and Old Dominion. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Ohio won the game outright, but I am going to play them plus the eight here at Buffalo. Whatever happened to Maction was a young man's game. <laughs> this isn't true Maction because okay. it's not Tuesday right. or Wednesday night. This is just classic Saturday Maction for us okay. gentlemen. <laughs> first, uh, that's uh, first Tuesday in November, by the way, uh, is when Maxion returns. We got some fun belt this week, obviously, but just wanted to let the people know. You know, it's tough. I, I think every week's different. We, we talk about that all the time. It's why I hate some of these contests, right? Because some weeks you love five yeah. picks, some weeks you don't. I I had to really scratch and claw for my, my plays this week, and I stumbled across a couple more last night. And so I have, a, I have a different card today than I did at, earlier in the week. But I do like this Kentucky team total under 11.5 in the high-profile game. Look, I think Georgia's going to dominate. They're probably going to cover in my eyes, but I would prefer Kentucky under 11.5. Look, Kentucky's going to run. They're going to play good defense themselves. It's just going to be a kind of a grind-out rock fight. I just don't see how Kentucky can score you know, 12, 13 points if – Clemson only scored 13. They've only given they did get give up 10 to Auburn, but then it's been single digits the rest of the way. It's a bunch of men on defense who take pride in shutouts and everything else. So I like that team total under. I know you're on the under for the game. Uh, I just yeah. trust when it's two style when two styles are similar, I go with the team with the much better athletes. And that's Georgia. Yeah. And I don't blame you at all. 44 and a half. I'll play the under here. I'm surprised like Wisconsin Army is under 39 and a half, but this game's sitting 44 and a half. I guess the mindset is that Georgia can hang a big number, which they can, but remember, Kentucky's not six and zero by accident. They got there because right. of their defense. They're number eleven in the country in scoring defense. They're number eleven in the country in opponent yards per play. So I see this being a very tightly contested, low scoring affair. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say tightly contested because I'm not playing Kentucky, but I'm also not laying it with Georgia. I like where you're going with the team total. I'll play the game under as well. I know you've been uh, had a thorn in your side with BYU this season. I'm going to fade the oh. Cougars, lay it with Baylor. As long as you can keep it under us, uh, you know, it's actually dropping a little bit. So now, wow, we've got five this morning. Um, that surprised me because it did touch six and a half. But I, I think this BYU team's a little bit of a mirage, kind of milking last year's success with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. For me, uh, Baylor sort of figured out their offense, and they're kind of coming into a groove. Last week, really nice game against West Virginia, hanging 45. I watched the entire game. Uh, not entire game, but most of it. And I, I just think they're kind of hitting a the groove. They're at home. I don't think BYU is very good. They finally lose, so this undefeated season talk stops, and I love fading teams in college the week after they suffer their first loss of the year. 
if you want to lock that bet up, have me bet on BYU because whichever <laughs> BYU side I'm on, whether it's on them or against them, I lose. I'm over three this year. I actually went through the turnover differential. I am minus seven in turnover differential when I bet a BYU game. It doesn't matter how I bet it. So maybe as a good friend, I might throw like a hundred bucks on BYU just to lock it up for you. And then somewhere down the line, you could do me a favor when we get to one of these teams for you. I will. We all have those teams, by the way. We all have those teams. Oh, every year. It's like the Falcons or the Chargers or Notre Dame. Every year someone's got them. For me this year, it's BYU. I'll lay 13 and a half with Oklahoma over TCU. Big number. Uh, Nothing sharp about it, considering where the price is now. But I think a lot of people will look at Oklahoma and they'll think they're primed for a letdown spot. Maybe a, a sluggish performance coming off the comeback win over Texas. I see that. But I do think there are two reasons that'll prevent that. One, this is a night game at Norman. All right, 7.30 Eastern is the kickoff, so 6.30 Central. You're under the lights. The crowd base is going nuts. I think the kids will be fired up. And I think number two, the switch at quarterback away from Spencer Rattler is going to be huge. Uh, They made it last week. Dude steps in, 212 passing yards, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 88 rushing yards, a touchdown. This is what the offense needs. You and I have talked about this, and you've been on this from the beginning. Rattler's not good. He's not playing well. He's holding the offense back. And now that they've made the switch, they're moving in the right direction. I think they're going to explode against a TCU team that, let's be honest, this isn't the TCU team we remember from five and ten years ago. Patterson's defense isn't any good. They're outside the top 100 in scoring defense. They're outside the top 100 in total defense in terms of opponent yards per play. I would lay the big number with Oklahoma here. Yeah, I remember last year my biggest bet of 2020 was the Bedlam game in Oklahoma. And then this year it's been Oklahoma in the bowl game. Uh, I have a good Oklahoma guy, and he's told me that Rattler's probably going to get benched midseason. He sniffed this out weeks ago. It's just crazy Ooh. that the Heisman betting favorite got benched, even when the team's undefeated, right? right? Like right. It's one thing, they had two or three losses, but not the case. Uh, all right, I, I've talked about it on you know on Daily Wager Bunch. I, I like this pit situation. Fading Virginia Tech off the excruciating loss at home to Notre Dame. They were up eight late. Irish come back, tie it with two-point conversion, and win. Um, for what it's worth, every team that's played Notre Dame has not covered the following week this season. I do think in this case, the, the Hokies did leave it on the field day game. Thankfully, it's not a night game at Lane Stadium. But more importantly, I just like this pit offense. I'm going to focus on the team total. I think that's a safer play than laying the five here because their defense is not good. I don't think Virginia Tech will completely take advantage of it, but I'd still rather just go over 30 and a half. I, I, think, I, think, that, I think Pitt's really solid. I think they're a solid football team. They're going to come in there and uh, score points. That's all we need them to do to hit the team total. My final play, this is an addition. This is a, this is a late add, if you will. Almost, almost on the islands, but it is a Hawaii bailout game. 10.30 Eastern at Nevada. Two touchdowns. Hawaii lane, uh, catching. I like Nevada here. They, their offense is way better uh, compared to Hawaii's defense, right? Hawaii's leaky on D. They've given up 44 and 45 competent offenses on the road so they're they're a much different team on the island on the mainland than they are on the islands i think this one gets away from hawaii although cordero's expected to return i still think nevada will kind of steamroll this hawaii defense like where you're at i'll throw one more in there as well i like uh, oklahoma state plus the points four at the current moment at texas uh, I don't see a letdown for Oklahoma coming off the Red River rivalry. I do see a letdown for Texas. They had everything going their way. They lose to Arkansas, but they bounce back big. They're four and one. They're up 21 points at the end of the first quarter against their arch rival. They're up 18 at the half. 
They're up 11 entering the fourth. They don't even get to overtime. They lose the game outright by seven. I don't know how you rally the troops. That's going to be Steve Sarkeesian's toughest task is trying to get these kids focused for this game this week against an Oklahoma State team that's 5-0. and And I haven't beaten a lot of great teams. Boise's on there, but they're only okay this season. And I know some people will look and say, well, they haven't been tested. The metrics don't point out. I don't know, man. I just don't think we're going to get a lot from Texas. Their defense has been terrible all year long. Okie State's defense is top 20 in a lot of key categories. Again, it's probably propped up a little bit based on some inferior competition, but I like them here plus the four. I'm not going to be surprised at all if they win this game outright. Texas has got to be deflated from what happened last week. It's going to be tough to rally, so I'll play the Cowboys plus the points. I'm just not big on Mike Gundy uh, in big games, right? You can you can never win the Bedlam game. For, yeah, I can see know. that. I just little, proceed with caution is all I'll say. I I, I, <laughs> I, I, I lean with the pokes. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that's the right side. But uh, Gundy, I just can I know he, you know you said BYU. I think Okie State's always a team I get burned by uh, when I bet <laughs> on them. Not so much when I bet against them. I, they they do burn me from time to time. All right, my man. Good stuff as always. A lot of fun. I will see you later on, on Daily Wager. Half hour, folks. Half hour. Really focused now. If you're you and you're watching, no dilly dallying. Just half hour show today. <laughs>